What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, it's Jim Chapman reminding you that if you have not heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's really everything you need to make a podcast in only one place. It makes it easy, folks. So do me a favor, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hi, this is Tiffany Secard with Home Key Mortgage, and you're listening to Local Leaders, the podcast. Every business owner has a story. Let Jim Chapman tell yours. Two fantastic ladies here, and they do a better job at introducing themselves than I could ever do. So one at a time, just tell me who you are and and uh, your nonprofit. I am Beth McCormick, and I our nonprofit is Mighty Moms. Hi, I'm Dawn Birdsong, and I am with Mighty Moms as well. Awesome. I'm glad to have both of you here today on Local Leaders, the podcast. And Mighty Moms has a you know great reputation here in Livingston Parish. Very, a lot of people are very familiar with yes. what you do. And then there's some that may not be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may think, you know, with the name Mighty Moms, you go around and, and you work out and, you know, all those no. sorts of things. And, <laughs> <laughs> but so we're going to educate them today okay. on what you do. How did the Mighty Moms uh, idea come to fruition for you? Um, So back in 2009, Dawn started a prayer group. And we were just a bunch of baseball mommies that knew each other. And that was something that we really loved. And so um, that was how our relationship started. So she started this prayer group and we would get together on Monday mornings and pray for our own children. And so... um, that went on for a little while, and, and we would do that. And so then at one point, though, we had another mom join us, and she just brought to attention to us that in her own personal neighborhood, there were kids that would come to her house for snacks after school, that they truly were hungry. And she just was like, I, you know, I can't afford to continue to feed this neighborhood. And so at that point, Dawn and I both, without really talking to each other, really prayed about it and really thought about it. And um, I personally drove through the neighborhood and before I entered into this specific area, I just asked the Lord to show it to me through his eyes. And I literally didn't even get through the whole neighborhood. I had to pull over and just tears, just, just Mm -hmm. crying, sobbing, just at the condition that the kids were in. And so um, how we started was very simple. We Mm -hmm. would pull little red wagons with water, uh, goldfish, just simple little food items and stuff. And so that was kind of our first things. We would go out there, we'd bring our own kids, and we'd pull those wagons, and we would feed those kids. But at that point, we established some relationships with those kids, and we thought that we really needed to do more. And it was more than just going out there every once in a while and giving them a snack. And so um, 
that's kind of where we birthed that. And Dawn really, you know, put her feet to the ground and we really started brainstorming mm-hmm. some stuff to do. And that's how Full Tummy Project started. And so that's just, um, Full Tummy is our, our biggest project that we do with Mighty Moms. Fantastic. And yeah, I think when I, when I look, when I think back 10 years ago, um, when we first started the prayer group, I had just, um, I really had just um, gotten to know Jesus, really, for the first time. Like, I was born and raised Catholic, and I went to Catholic school, and I knew about God, but I really didn't know Him personally. So in 2009, that happened for me. And so a lot of things changed in my life, and I remember I was, my husband and I were doing a garden for the first time. And I was like, cause I was like, I want to, I want to grow some tomatoes and make some spaghetti sauce. And I want to be able to give this to some, like, I don't know, like God was really beginning to um, show me some things that I really didn't realize were going on. You know, like when you look back, you think, okay, it's all, it was all being weaved into my life in, in different times. But I prayed that my garden would just blossom and that I would have enough food to share with with people that I you know that might be hungry well at that time I was praying God break my heart for what breaks yours just break it because I you know I mean we were going along with our lives and you know a little white picket fence world and I didn't really realize what what else was out there besides what I grew up and knew about and my garden did not do anything that year really I just had a bunch of pests and a bunch of you know bugs that ate my tomatoes but um I think Mighty Moms was born from that that whole season of of my life and Beth was I didn't know Beth was going through something similar um or you know thinking about the same things um and then we started the prayer group and there she was Mighty Moms was born BJ Pawn and Gun in Denham Springs wants to buy your unwanted gold jewelry, gold coins, and gold bullion. With 30 years of experience operating in the Livingston Parish area, BJ Pawn wants to be your source when selling your gold. So stop by BJ Pawn today for a no obligation offer. BJ Pawn, a proud sponsor of Local Leaders, the podcast. It's a it it really is a beautiful uh, nonprofit, and from someone I I can relate. You know, you said it really well in that you sometimes you're just going through life, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you're focused on what you're focused on, and as I call it, your little world. And That's it's right. it's a fishbowl. Sometimes mm-hmm. you uh, what's going on outside of that fishbowl, you really don't stop and breathe and focus on. So um, I would I would be the first to admit before I did a whole lot of research into what you do, I did not realize this was such a major issue, right? Right. I mean, everybody I I know their kids are fed and their kids mm-hmm. eat, but that's because it's my own little world, that's right? right. Uh, there's a whole nother world out there that that I don't see, and that's where you good folks come in. And um, what I hope everybody gets out of this podcast more than anything else is the need, right? Right. Uh, to realize that uh, that you as a nonprofit are so needed. Um, one thing in Livingston Parish that that is lacking is really like a food bank. Um, I'm not personally familiar with, with any of, of any huge relevance as far as a food bank here in Livingston Parish. Um, and that has been lacking for a long time, I think. So, um, obviously it's needed and there's some stats that y'all supplied to me. And when I read over those, I was like, wow, it really opened my eyes to what people need to hear about today. Uh, so it's my goal to kind of get that out there, but I also like people to know about my guest and kind of what, you know, what, what makes them tick a little bit and, the best quotes always come out of that. So um, y'all said some really interesting things, and I'm going to take a few from each of you. Uh, Miss Beth, you had said, uh, I asked what person influences you and uh, in, is a big influence in your life and why? And you said daddy. So you're a daddy's girl, obviously. I am definitely a daddy's girl. <laughs> but you said, um, you know, he was very giving and genuine, honest and compassionate but so selfless. Yes. 
selfless is really a key word for today, right? Yeah. Yes. So, um, so shout out to daddy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she has a good daddy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And one of your quotes uh, that you said was, Miss Dawn, was you said, um, you said, it, this one got to me a little bit. So you said, I asked, what experience is relative to the nature of your business? And you put, God called me to do this. Yeah. Right. A calling's a strong thing. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't run from a calling. No, and believe um, me, I've tried. I've tried. Yeah. It's over the 10 years we've been doing this, yeah. I've been trying to run, but he won't let me. Right. Yeah. That, <laughs> if he has it in his plan, yes. you know, it's in his plan, period. Mm-hmm. Um, my heart was broken for right. what breaks. Strong, yeah. strong uh, yeah. words there. And he has equipped you with everything you need along the way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So um, nobody really taught you how to do this except for God. That's right. That's, that's, right. that's amazing. And especially as far as you both have come. So that really, um, that really struck, struck a chord with me. I thought that was really worth repeating. Um, another thing on your questionnaire that I found very interesting was, uh, you received the angel award in 2013. Tell me about that. Um, that's with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. They do that on a um, yearly basis. It's going on like 20-something years, 21, 22 years that they've been doing it. But they pick people from all over Louisiana that help with children with some kind of health. I mean, and, of course, feeding them, that's related to health. And so in 2013, I had a friend who had nominated me, didn't know. And, um, and so, yeah, I was one of the – uh, Angel Award winners, and so now Blue Cross Blue Shield of Louisiana, their um, Angel Foundation is is yeah. it's wonderful. I mean, just you once you win, you're an angel, and you get your wings. So it's um, it's something that I still to this day get to do luncheons, get to do business things, and and go and see other people in the nonprofit world. And so it, it's it's really great. But the biggest thing we got out of the Angel Award was that um, you get twenty thousand dollars that you get to give to your nonprofit. And most of the people that work, uh, I mean, that win don't actually work or get paid. And and back at that point, we weren't being paid. We were, you know, completely running this on our own. And so, um, and so it was needed. Like it was, it was huge. And, the, the great thing about the Angel Award is we stuck that $20,000 in a savings account. And mm-hmm. we knew from that very beginning, way back in 2013, that we were going to have a, a food truck. Well, you know, of course, that kind of a, has evolved a little bit. But yeah. um, so when COVID hit last March, we had that money sitting there in a savings Beautiful. account. And all those years later, we were able to purchase a um, cargo van cash out you know and so we went and we got that van and it, it is absolutely used picks up delivers does everything that's our mighty mom's go van so wow that yes. is amazing so awesome you know god always provides yes. so yeah, um, yeah. so it was there when you needed it that's right and, yep. and shout out to blue cross blue shield for what mm-hmm. they do absolutely uh, oh my gosh I think so that's awesome a fantastic yes. thing hi this is tiffany seacard with home key mortgage and you're listening to local leaders the podcast Every business owner has a story. Let Jim Chapman tell yours. Yes. Uh, so, Miss Dawn, I want to ask you. Um, okay, so Mighty Moms, you had this this uh, this idea in your head mm-hmm. of you know we want to we want to start really ending the hunger around here as much as we can for mm-hmm. these children. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's one thing to have an idea; it's another thing to realize all the red tape involved in that idea, and you know. Um, especially nonprofits. I mean, there's a lot of red, t- sadly, there's yes. a lot of red tape uh, that you have to go through. So what were the early days like of Mighty Moms? I mean, I mean I- I'll tell you, I mean, we could probably spend this whole hour telling you about <laughs> all the things that God has, that God has done for Mighty Moms yeah. and you can't deny it. Yeah. And one of the things was our 501c3 paperwork. Yeah. Um, we met someone early on and um, she was just dropped in our lap. We, um, she helped us come up with our bylaws and our, I mean, you know, we really didn't know what we were doing. Beth's dad is an insurance agent. And so he kind of guided us a little bit on some things. Um, but I can't even remember who else was really influential with us that at that time. But we scrounged up the money um, for the $500 <laughs> to pay Sharon Johnson to help us with our 501c3 paperwork. And it usually takes 
a year yeah. or more. Yeah. Ours came back in three months. Three months. Three months. Oh, wow. Uh, approved. approved. No problems. Got our. No kidding. Yeah. So we're like, okay. Another blessing. Another, yeah. another confirmation that this is exactly what we were supposed to be doing. But, you know, the early days were, I, I will say this, that, I mean, I, my husband says I'm the most hard-headed person he knows because I will not <laughs> ask for help. I won't. I will, I will just, you know, I will be mad about it, but I won't ask for help. Yeah. But. God really kind of um, really made me step out of my comfort zone because we needed some gift cards. Remember that, Beth? <laughs> we needed some gift cards. And we wanted some gift cards for the for the kids in the neighborhood that we were serving. And we didn't have – Beth and I were putting our own money in, but, you know, we, we our kids were little. We really just didn't have a, a whole lot of extra money to be, sure. you know, given all the time. So. We, um, God's, God really showed me like, you need to go to, to go ahead and ask for some gift cards. Yeah. And I remember sitting outside in my car, like banging on my steering wheel, like, no, I don't want to, I'll just get, I'll just pay for them. And I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I never got the feeling that it was okay for me to do that, you know? So yeah. I went inside and I talked to the little short man and guess what he said? What no, mm. no. And so I got back in my car and I was crying. I was like, you knew, God, that he was going to say no. Why did you make me do that? And I think that it was just to say like, it. and so many things happened after that that God gave us yeah. that he just wanted me to say, he wanted, he wanted me to try it and say, okay, even though you're going to get told no, I'm still providing. Yeah. I'm going to still provide for you guys. And he has this whole time. He really has. I mean, it gives me goosebumps to think about because sometimes I think I forget about those stories, Yeah, you know, way yes. back when. But, I mean, we pounded the pavement, Beth and I, and we told everybody that we knew about childhood hunger. We, I mean, really, we, we worked our tails off that first year just getting the word out, um, doing amazing. a lot of research on, on childhood hunger statistics and just – looking around at different things, like how can we do this? And Full Tummy was born because I had seen a girl in Georgia who was doing something similar. And I was like, Beth, oh my gosh, this is doable. You know, and we knew a counselor at school, um, at one of the schools, Southside Elementary, Pasha. Yeah. Um, and she, I mean, really everything just happened so great. The school board approved yeah. us like that. Like we didn't even have to jump through hoops. It was just laid out for us just to walk through. That's fantastic. I mean, seriously, am I exaggerating at all? No, no, no not at all. <laughs> I mean, I, it was, I, I guess the only thing with that is like that, that first initial presenting it to you. I mean, other than the schools that it's evident that there is hunger. Yeah. When we approached some of the schools, they were... They, they didn't want to be involved in it. You in know, the beginning. In the right. beginning. In the beginning, you know, because they, just like you said, when you see your world in your world, it was hard for them to accept that mm -hmm. they had hungry students at their school. And yeah. so it was, you know, we, you know, some of them were like, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't have that problem here. You know? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's really as a community, it's hard to accept. You mm -hmm. know, it's a, it's a, um, the thought to me of a child who really has no other choice, not eating, uh, is, it, you know, it's kind of sickening. Yes, and that's for real, too. Depressing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's it's uh, it's something that all of us as human beings in a community, of course, any hungry child comes to my house and is hungry, they're going to eat. Right. You know, and, and, uh, but it's different when you make this type of effort. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, um, people are generally good people. Yes. Uh, but when, but it's making the effort that matters and it's making the, the, uh, you know, basically you started something that didn't exist, right? right. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, and none of that is easy and you have to wrap your head around that. And I'm sure y'all had lives outside of this. Oh yeah. Right. Six kids. Yeah. Six, six <laughs> so, kids. Wow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the things that people don't even understand to this day is that it's just Beth and I. You know, yeah. like even though we're, you know, we've we've spent a million dollars in the last 10 years in our school systems with feeding kids a million dollars. Y'all hear that? That's a million. crazy. But it's just been I mean, we have wonderful volunteers. But as far as running the business, running the nonprofit, it's just her and I. So when people get aggravated with us because we're not responding quick enough or we don't answer the phone. I mean, we have to I think you have to take a step back and realize that this this really isn't. 
I mean, it's important to us by all means, and it, it has come before our families and before our husbands. Yes. But at the end of the day, you know, our families are important as well. Absolutely. And, so we and it's finding that balance, isn't right. it? Right. Mm-hmm. And we Definitely. still have a hard time finding the balance sure. at times, yeah. you know? It's the hardest thing in life. Mm-hmm. When you have a passion, uh, mm-hmm. and I can speak from this myself, balance is yep. tough because you want to be both places at once. You want yep. to do all things at once and be all things to all people at once. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how possible that is. Um, So it's a a constant. (laughs) No, it's a struggle. It's a struggle for anyone because what you're doing is so important. You know it's so important, but so is your family, and so are those things. And it's like, whoa, (laughs) yeah, it's 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 something you really got to breathe, step back, and and. I'm glad you brought up that it's just, you know, you two are the main, right. uh, of course you have volunteers, Absolutely. And things, but you're, you are the, the, uh, spokes on the wheel. you you make it work. We push it forward. Yes. Right. And, uh, so I'm- Jim, we're swamped with these podcasts and I'm in the mood for some local barbecue for lunch. Barbecue. Casey, the problem with barbecue is the speed that would take forever. Not at Buddy's barbecue. With the drive through line, they can get us fed fast in that sauce. Mmm, yum. It is right in the heart of Denham Springs. Do they have specials? Yes, they have plate lunch specials every day, Jim. And I bet you didn't know they offer some of the best catfish plates you've ever tasted on Fridays. And on Saturdays, they have smoked ribeyes. They are as flavorful as you can find anywhere. Okay, I'm hungry. What's the number? I'll call it in. No, just go online and place your order. By the time you're finished, I can head that way. That is convenient and really smart. Yep, just like me. A local business, and you know what I always say. Oh, yes. Jim Chapman loves local. Correct. And that makes me smart. Oh, please. If you're in the mood for barbecue, go see Buddy's Barbecue at 105 Florida Avenue Southeast, right in the heart of Denham Springs. They're a proud sponsor of Local Leaders, the podcast. I'm glad you brought that up. You seem to have a great relationship. Tell me about you two's relationship. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, I think we say it all the time. We're like mommy and daddy. You know, I mean, it's true. Um, I'm more of the dad and Mm -hmm. she's the sweet, compassionate, loving mommy. But um, I mean, just the other day, Dawn, Dawn really brought back to my mind that, you know, we make one really great person. Like her strengths are my weaknesses. My, my strengths are hers. And it's so, and we've learned over this past 10 years immediately. That's you. Yes. You do. I mean, and it's, it's very easy for us to recognize where we step in and where we pull back and then, just being able to mesh together. And I mean, and yeah, just like anything, even a marriage. I mean, you learn over the years how to just make it work. Yeah. And um, we don't agree on everything. Absolutely not. I mean, we're human. Sure. But um, what we do agree on is the core issues of what's going on. And I mean, we don't, I, mean, I don't think we've really had too many arguments or no, disagreements we really on anything. Haven't, no. And so I think God meshed us together from the very beginning and given us a relationship over a friendship of going out there, watching our, our boys play ball and mm-hmm. praying together. Yeah. And um, that's what created that partnership to begin with. But, the, but yeah, I mean, I think that the main thing that makes the business run the way that it does is that we do know where, where we fit. We do know what we specifically you're supposed to be doing in the business and never get jealous of the other or never get, um, I want to do that. Yeah. Or you, you do it. No, I don't want to. I mean, there's just, it's just the way that it is. It flows. It's, uh, and we definitely have two very distinctive personalities, but I think that's again, what makes it so great. Absolutely. And, and so important that you have a partner there that, um, you know how each other ticks and, 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 uh, even, even in my world, you know, me and Casey, we pretty much run this, this gig and, and, (laughs) (laughs) you know, one thing that's very important when you have someone else there is they have a vote. So, um, Mm -hmm. you have to respect their strengths and any leader knows that, um, that, you have to be cognizant of what you're not strong at and then have someone around you that is. 
and them recognize the fact that they are strong at that and have the uh, you put your pride aside, right? And, right, and yeah. uh, okay, she or he is just better at this. And, uh, and leaders recognize that. And I think that's what separates successful businesses and successful nonprofits from ones that are not, but it's apparent y'all are, y'all are great friends and, and, uh, that sure helps a lot when, uh, when you are, but you know, I will say that for anyone who's thinking about, you know, like, um, you know, yes, sure, it's easy to have a nonprofit when you have, you know, when you have a partnership like Beth and Dawn do. But, you know, it took us some time. I mean, sure. you know, it, it, we didn't fight or argue. But, I mean, you know, we did get our feelings hurt sometimes in the early stages. You know, like, oh, well, he so wants to talk to you or she wants to talk to you or, blah, 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 you know. But, <laughs> I mean, really, we had to realize that, you know what? You're good at this, and I'm good at this. Right. So let's stay, let's stay in our own lanes. And and it, look at us. Ten years later, we're still ticking and still going ticking, strong. Going you know? strong. Still like and each still other. like each still other. Still like <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. nobody's killed anybody yet. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> I mean, we really never fight. So I mean, um, I think that um, I think that that's something to really. Um, like I think I said in one of your questions that you asked me, like find a partner, stay consistent, stay the path, and don't give up. Keep going. Yes. Even when the going gets tough, just keep going. Yeah. If you feel like it's something that you've been called to do or um, you haven't, you've been called to not, to not let go of, keep going. You yeah. know, keep going. And find that good partner. And yeah. Invest in each other. So in the early days, did you run into uh, people that would say, you know, you're just not going to be able to pull this off? You, you know, it's, or it's not going to make a difference or anything like that. Did you have naysayers, I guess would be the. No, I mean, we had naysayers who would say like, oh, you know, those moms and dads, they are, you know, mismanaging their funds. So, you know, those, <laughs> but we always said that those kids don't get a choice. They yeah, don't make the that's money. Right. They don't have a car. So if right. mom's buying fingernails in a coach purse yeah. and her kid is hungry, that's not his fault. Correct. He's in second grade. Right. What's he supposed to do? You know? So, I mean, we always felt like, you know, we were going to, we were going to be obedient to what God called us to do. At the end of the day, that's how we laid our heads on our pillows at night and went to sleep because we knew we were doing the right thing. And if someone took advantage of us, oh, well, that's, that's, that's just the name of the game sometimes, you know, people are going to take advantage. But, you know, if I was hungry... And I would, and I to put my pride aside and stood in the food bank line for my kids. Mm -hmm. And I took three peanut butters when I should have only taken one. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it's like to not have anything in my pantry. You know, so I might be taking three. I might be taking more than I should. That's a great point. Yeah. You know, so it's not us to judge. They have to meet God at the end of, of, you know, of their lives as well. And they'll answer for that. Mm -hmm. And we'll answer for us. That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, one thing we mentioned, the school system, mm-hmm. and and I think that's also, you know, these teachers, they kind of see that, mm-hmm. right? They see that, um, they see these kids on a daily basis, and uh, maybe they maybe they notice some kids are losing a, an exorbitant amount of weight, and it may have nothing to do with them not eating, or maybe they notice that they're not getting lunch, or or whatever it may be. And so they're kind of the first line of defense there. Mm -hmm. And one thing I do find about um, Livingston Parish educators and teachers and things like that is that they kind of pay attention, a Mm -hmm. lot of them, and and, uh, and they will maybe bring something to light if if they think it's not right, for lack of a better term. Um, And I think that's important, too. I think it's important from a community perspective that everybody kind of be cognizant and pay attention. And Mm -hmm. because hunger is different than um, than some issues in a community in that it's an embarrassment. Sometimes if you're a parent and you look, you're maybe you're doing everything you can. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're a single mom. You you know, you got away from an abusive relationship and um, you're doing everything you can, but you just, you know, you're, you're struggling to get that child enough food. Right. That's mm-hmm. that in some ways it might be embarrassing. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so you're scared to ask for help mm-hmm. or embarrassed to ask for help. Um, so how do you overcome, uh, you know, that, that embarrassment? It, I think the best way is just to know that there's no judgment here, right? Absolutely. Now is the time, more than ever, to support local business. 
Elisa Verrett Interiors and Custom Workroom is working hard to use made in the USA products for all their clients' window coverings. Schedule your appointment today for a consultation on Roman shades, drapes, shutters, outdoor sunshades, and even woven woods. Need a virtual appointment? No problem. Call Elisa at area code 225-955-1135. Alisa Barrett Interiors and Custom Workroom, a proud sponsor of Local Leaders, the podcast. Right. I mean, I guess really honestly with the way that we that we do the program, we kind of take that out. Like we're taking out the the part where they're being targeted or it's something that they um, could even possibly be picked on, but they get a full tummy bag, and it's it's sort of a discreet kind of way that they get their food. They don't have to – I mean, they're not wearing a badge. They don't have to go check in for it or anything like that. And so each of the schools do it a little bit different. But when when they get their food, there's, there is no embarrassment in it. That is something that Dawn and I have always said from the very mm-hmm. beginning, that um, these kids shouldn't feel any shame. For, for grabbing a, a thing of food, no matter if they're a kindergartner or a high school senior. Yeah. And so we've created an environment that I feel like is is safe and it, it's it is it is different. And and the parents, they're not involved. I mean it's completely through the school. I mean the, the parent signs the permission slip, but from that point forward, um nobody knows those parents that yes. that are getting, you know, and so that that's I think something that that really helps out taking yes. the stigma off of the child. Indeed. Well, and also I think that on the other on the flip side of that, I we wanted to really in the beginning with our own kids who were in elementary and junior high school. I guess they were all in elementary school at the time, but we wanted to make sure that they knew that we brought them with us to, to, to this neighborhood and, and they met friends out there too and they saw people they went to school with. And so we wanted them to realize, you know, just because someone doesn't smell right or they have dirty hair or um, they, you know, dirty uniforms, whatever it might be, um, that look where they come from. Right. So you better not be teasing or picking on somebody or being ugly to somebody because they don't look like you or smell like you or whatever. So I think another part of Mighty Moms is just really students against hunger. Mm-hmm. We've really made it a point to um, have the schools get involved in um, in realizing that you you know you do have kids that are hungry in your classroom, mm-hmm. but you also have kids because we. We want our kids to grow up looking out for other people, too, not mm-hmm. just being self-absorbed, which is Absolutely. what our kids are all about these days, self-absorption. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know my kids are, or they were, <laughs> yeah. you know, now that they're yeah. older, they're, you know, my youngest is in college. But, you know, it's it's um, it's really important. It was important to me, and I know it was important to Beth, to really make sure that, you know, don't don't tease you know, and stand up for somebody. If you see, so if you see someone picking on somebody because of they're different than you, you don't know what's going on. And our kids saw in that neighborhood, in the heat of the summer, what was going on in that, in those homes, there was no power, there was no electricity, they were hot, they didn't have cold water. I mean, like, so when you think about that, and then you think, okay, when they come to school, they might not have their own bed, you know? So, yeah, they look different from you, and they might even be acting out at school, mm-hmm. you know, because they're tired or they're frustrated or whatever it might be. And so, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's important. That, that That's something that's really, you know, Students Against Hunger is important to me. I want kids to realize that they can make a difference. It doesn't have to be some big thing like Mighty Mom. Yeah. You know, right. bring a can of ravioli when your teacher asks you to, and everybody in your class bring in a can of ravioli, then all of a sudden you have 30 cans of ravioli. Right. So yeah. that second grade class, look what they've done. Yeah. You know? It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Well, and what we've done, too, is we have Childhood Hunger Awareness Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when we actually go into the school systems, and so it's really great. I mean, we didn't get to do it this year, but um, we would go in and read a book. And so we would have volunteers. Dawn and I would go. We would go into these classrooms, and we would r- read them this book. Um, it's called Maddie's Fridge. It's wonderful. It's such a cute little book. But it really goes over to friends that one friend rec- realizes that the other child doesn't have food in the refrigerator the same way that she she does Mm -hmm. and so that she's she's suffering from food insecurity and that sometimes she's hungry some of these kids just look at you with these big old eyes and they're precious and they ask questions and it's a time to interact with them and you bring light to that to these kids who maybe are the ones that have the empty fridge or those who have a pantry full of everything but still say we have nothing to eat and so it's i mean and it's truth you Mm -hmm. know you've got one end of the spectrum to the other sitting in a classroom together and so it's gives us the chance to get the kids to recognize those issues and so i think it kind of that too takes the stigma away you know that you look at a kid and and after that, when we go in there and talk to them, it's amazing to see what some of these kids, and we hear from teachers, and, and then the kids want to do stuff. I've had parents, after we have um, childhood hunger awareness, calling us and emailing us saying, hey, my kid came home and they want to do something. What can they do? They want to do wow. a food drive. They want to do Fantastic. this. Fantastic. And so kids make a difference. Oh, they my gosh. The littlest things. When we've said that from the very get-go, if we had a lot of people help a little it's so much easier and a greater impact than a little bit of people helping a lot. Like it, it, it's huge. And, and getting kids involved is, they're our future. I mean, that's something that mm-hmm. we love about our parish is that they really do recognize the fact that these are, this is our future leaders of Livingston Parish. Absolutely. Absolutely yes. important. And, you know, you're teaching them young, right? Yes. And, and uh, you develop habits when you're, when you're, you know, well, when you're really young, but all the way up to high school years, you're developing right. habits and beliefs and things like that. And you're being uh, mentored either good or bad. And mm-hmm. so uh, hopefully they're learning this early on mm-hmm. and uh, and then taking it into their adult lives at some point. William Waldrop of TWFG Insurance in Denham Springs can service all of your insurance needs. Offering auto, life, health, and commercial insurance, William Waldrop of TWFG Insurance is a proud supporter of Local Leaders, the podcast. Um, and you, you mentioned, you know, we talked about funding a little bit just now with, uh, with the you know, like you say, it's better for um, a bunch of people to help a little than a little amount of people to help a bunch. You want it all, but absolutely, <laughs> yeah. We're not. We're not turning trust it me. Away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, so I asked you what spe- specific situation has or will affect your business, and what have you learned from it? And you said private funding. You know, you're dependent on donations, right? Yep. Um, show. Show me goodness of the community that I live in. So um, tell me about, you know, somebody's listening to this right now and they want to get involved, whether it's uh, whether it's a mother who or a father who only has maybe a hundred extra dollars every week to apply towards that. But he wants to help or she wants to help. How, how does this process work? Well, it's super easy. You go to MightyMomsGo.org and you hit the donate button. But oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't get any easier right. than that, folks. That's it. But no, I mean, I do feel like because we've been so obedient in this, God has provided for us in so many ways. But Dawn and I, in the very beginning, didn't want to get caught up in red tape of state and federal grant money. 
Yes. So we are 100% privately funded, and our community is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, just to hear the number in 10 years that we've we've done, you know, we have provided a million dollars worth of food to Livingston Parish School kids. That's amazing. That's a Ladies, million dollars. Think about that. That's because of y'all. But no, and it's, people it's, like you. It's because of Livingston Parish, mm-hmm. the donations that have come in. I mean, and that's the truth. I mean, for them to hear... Our community has provided $1 million in 10 years to feed students. And that's huge. It's 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 not federal money. It's not state money. It's money from the good people that take out their checkbook or, or get on the website and donate with a, you know, their debit card. But it's that, that I think is what has been the biggest thing when I read that. And we just had the, those statistics um, given to us just in the past couple of weeks. And so when I read that, it just hit me. I mean, I know what we've done. I know what our budget is. I know what our operate. I mean, I know all those numbers, yes. but when you're sitting down doing the business of it and you're seeing the numbers and you're working all of that and you mm-hmm. know what you're spending, but to really read that and to really take a step back and go, a million dollars has been provided by mm-hmm. people, yes. just everyday people that live in our community that care. It's amazing. It is. It was huge. It really is amazing. And we ain't stopping yet, right? No, <laughs> no, no, no. So, uh, you know, you're you're moving right along here. But let's say you have some uh, some people, and maybe they don't have extra money, but mm-hmm. they want to still help. Uh, and we discussed volunteers a little mm-hmm. bit. And how does that process work? So if you want to volunteer, we have a a volunteer calendar. Mm -hmm. And so that just kind of makes it simple because, like we said, it's just the two of us. It's hard to, well, how can I help? Well, (laughs) go to the website. (laughs) And and so um, if you go on the website, it's got the the dates on a calendar that we need help, that we need some volunteer hours. And so you just click on that day and write your name down, how many people are showing up. Um, It's simple. It's easy. We, And, you know, if there really is a – something that you want to do and come help with, you can find something yeah. to come do. I mean, come help us sort some food, come help us organize some food. But there are other opportunities too that people have. I mean, we have a monthly food pantry. The thing is, is that we have never lacked in the volunteer department. In fact, there are so many times that we just don't have anywhere to put somebody. And that right there too shows just as much as people are giving they're giving mm-hmm. of their time yeah um the full we have full tummy moms that are our delivery mothers they don't want to give their jobs up like they want to keep it from school year to school year and that's my school you know oh, i mean I love and, that oh yeah. my gosh and they are so committed to that it's amazing dawn really has more of a relationship with that's that's kind of her thing with these full tummy moms so when i get to see them come in and because i'm not the one speaking to them all the time like it just reminds me that they know the schools they know the counselors they have such a relationship that they have built and bonded and they're such a wonderful representation of mighty moms i mean we couldn't run it without our our wonderful 28, delivery moms. 28 yeah. moms who del- who Signed up for the whole year, the whole school year. Rain, um, snow, COVID, whatever. <laughs> yeah. They are picking up bags every week. And, yeah. and some of them are picking ice up. Ice storms. Yeah, right. Ice <laughs> storms, right. So, um, yeah, I mean, those those moms are amazing. And the pack team, same same thing. The ladies and men who pack the bags every week. I yeah. mean, we really – and they are committed – thoughtful people who show up who don't just sign up and say oh i'll do it and not show up they show up yes i don't even have to check on them can't be stopped no no and they don't want to stop you're not having my school that's right that's right yes i love it so good you know it's very important and and um we casey have you called the plumber about the sink in the break room yep they came this morning. I can't believe you missed them. What was their name again? Giotz Plumbing. Wow, that was quick, and they did a great job. They did. And when you need plumbing services of any type, give Giotz Plumbing a call. With over 50 years combined plumbing experience, the team at Giotz Plumbing can handle all of your plumbing needs. So whether it's residential, commercial, new construction, or reconstruction, Give Giotz Plumbing a call at 907-6282 and get scheduled fast. Giotz Plumbing, a proud sponsor 
of Local Leaders, the podcast. We talk about callings and we talk about uh, God leading you to things sometimes mm-hmm. and you just, you know, sometimes it's just a feeling, right? So the, here's an interesting thing. I was going to kind of save this for the end of the episode. So um, Woody Overton, Real Life, Real Crime is uh, a podcaster. And of course, I'm a podcaster and we communicate and he has a nonprofit uh, that he is dear to his heart, and it is called Lopa. And what Lopa does is organ donation. So um, very close to his heart. And so every episode he promotes, you know, it's his commitment that one thing he can do as a podcaster and someone that is is very popular in this community is I am going to uh, mention Lopa every episode at the end of the episode. And I thought that was a great thing. So from my perspective, I'm like, you know, we've been very fortunate here at Local Leaders that we have gained a following. And we, you know, our episodes now are getting twenty to 25,000 views. Uh, we have 6,000 subscribers on wow. YouTube. Majority of all this is local people, which is good. It's mm-hmm. about a 50-mile radius. Um, and so I felt like after researching all of this, I've been searching for a nonprofit that I want to mention every episode. And oh and so goodness. I'm going to I'm gonna do this with Mighty Moms, and this is going to be you. something that I'm going to commit to, and Casey over there is going to hold me to it. <laughs> I'm going to make her remind me every episode. And I, not that I would forget, but, you know, I'm getting old. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I get on a roll. And so, but every episode I will mention about 30, 30 seconds to a minute of Mighty Moms and and uh, how important those donations are. Shout out your websites and things like that. But something that I hope helps because um, I am blessed that I have a voice. Uh, and so I need to use that for good when I can. And and uh, your your nonprofit really touched me. And, and I'm glad because I did not know a whole lot about it. This is what I love about what I do. Uh, whether I'm sitting down with nonprofits, business owners, you name it, I learn more about people. So that's something I'm going to commit to Thank doing. You, and, I, and I really hope that helps. So all of y'all out there listening, now you're on the spot. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so go go do some good with that. Now, also, um, you mentioned a word in both of your questionnaires. Both of you had this. And when I was looking over these and I interviewed two people, I always look over them and look for consistencies and things that they really agree on. And the word selfless came up with both of you, especially when you uh, describe what you felt a leader should possess. Um, And Miss Beth, you said a leader is someone who is easy to follow, selfless. They lead with love and compassion. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so, and you said, Miss Dawn, I'm going to find yours down here. Same thing, basically. Servant, leadership, lead with compassion, selflessness. Um, when I personally went into leadership, Livingston, and sometimes I go on a, uh, almost on a, a pulpit with this because mm-hmm. of, of how it changed me in many ways. Um, so I have always, always, since I've been a young man, very young with hair, <laughs> I have always been very driven. Um, almost to a fault like and i would say that admittingly um but i was also very self-absorbed and not not you know sometimes when people say that they think cocky and not that it's just in my world i always wanted to be number one i always competed i was a football guy and and uh no matter what i did i always wanted to be number one and i don't think anything's wrong with that per se if you keep Mm -hmm. your priorities in line it's okay to want to be the best at something um that being said my giving back was not really where it needed to be now Mm -hmm. look gave to my church i did the, you know the yeah. normal things that you feel good about yourself and you've you've done the you know you've done your duty and you've got a place in heaven right, right. um i went to leadership livingston and in my mind i'm gonna learn how to be a better leader and to me that meant learn more skills on how to be number one mm. went through the whole class and when i came out of it i realized uh i wasn't a leader that's what leading is all about Right. I mean, it's not, you know, it's important to be successful and it makes us feel good. But if you're not giving back for your success, you are missing the point. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it takes an effort. 
Yeah. All the time. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you if know. If it's easy, is it really giving of anything? Yeah. You know That's I mean? right. I mean, if, it, you know, uh, if you have the money and you're giving those people, you know, they, they're appreciative of it, but, um, but give a little bit of yourself too. Yeah. No matter what your passion is, there's, yeah. there's a nonprofit, I'm sure someone that matches it and, and what a better, what a, you know. Who doesn't want every kid to be uh, full at right, the end right. of the night? That's and right. and uh, that's that's what I love so much about you two folks and your uh, nonprofit is that is what it does. And, and it probably you know if these kids they get full bellies and they're kind of seeing you know they're seeing what you do, it probably makes them better people too mm-hmm. as they as they mm-hmm. grow through life. And they'll give back. Maybe they'll, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure a lot of these kids will remember this. Stephanie Berthelot and the crew at SR Enterprise can handle it all. From sheetrock to texture to paint. Give Stephanie a call at 504-432-9284. SR Enterprise, where they spread the paint. And you spread the word. Uh, yeah, we pray they do. Yeah. You know, we, we, um, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, not just, I always say that, you know, not everybody's heart is broken for childhood hunger. You know, some mm. people it is. I mean, of course, everyone feels bad and doesn't want that to happen. But, sure. um, you know, homelessness, um, veterans, yeah. um, you know, domestic abuse. I yeah. Mean, just find, just find All something important. that breaks your heart. You know, just Perfect. find that yes. thing, you know, and do and do something there. You know, and right. it doesn't have to be something huge. Sometimes it can just be I mean, I don't I don't even know. Sometimes it's just getting on your knees and praying for a family that you know who's going through some some hard times or, you know, a veteran who is, you know, having some hard having hard times. I mean, there's all kinds of organizations. You just have to like you said, you have to do a little bit of work to fig- to find them. Yeah, and everybody, everybody, no matter who you are, the the biggest, the most popular term that I hear on this show, and y'all said it in here as well. I saw it several times. I call it a keyword, and almost every guest I have says this word, and I never bring it up. They do, and that word is passion. Um, you know, for example, you mentioned Miss Dawn. Uh, do you have a, a business motto? It was nurturing hungry children to success is our passion. passion. Um, strongest word in the English language to me because passion is depth. Mm-hmm. It's a very deep word. True. Um, it's one thing to love football. It's another thing to be passionate for it. In my case, mm-hmm. uh, it's one thing to love the fact that you you know you're helping uh, children who are hungry not be hungry. It's a it's another thing to be passionate yeah. about it because that that's the depth. That's what pushes you when you're tired. That you've got six kids and and you, you know. <laughs> They're driving you crazy. I've, yeah. I've been there with three. Yeah. Um, and uh, through all of that, you got to be pretty passionate to continue doing what you're doing on the other end of it. Absolutely. So super. If you didn't important. have that, I don't think you could keep going. I mean, right. that's the truth, you know, and a lot of things that you're passionate about, it doesn't matter how good or how bad the day is that that's what matters is that you're passionate about it. Right. And sometimes I think that it's okay if you're fired for something kind of, you know, needs to be stoked a little bit, you know, sure. like when the flood happened, you know, we both flooded our, mm-hmm. our, my, our mighty mom office flooded. And I was just like, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I, I can't, I, I'm just doing the best I can just holding on to my own sanity. And, you know, we, we had, we were all displaced and all of that stuff, but you know what? I mean, so 
other people surrounded us, yes. you know, lifted us up. Those are our, of our friends who didn't flood. Mm-hmm. They came and got stuff from our houses because I'm like, people are dropping stuff off for Mighty Moms, and I, I, I can't, I, I don't even have a car to drive it around, you know. Yeah. So my, our friends came and did it. And, you know, as as time went on and then we watched, you know, our friends rally around us and our community rally around us, and, you know, we're like, okay, so we're okay. Yeah. We're okay. You know, we're going to keep on going. Yeah. We you came know? back stronger. We too, came back honestly. stronger. Right. The opportunities that were presented to us post-flood were amazing. We, we are now in a three-time size building that, you know, we have a office space, warehouse space. I mean, it is. It's amazing to see what what came about that point of feeling like you just want to give up. Yeah. Right. And I'll tell you this, uh, this I'm about to take you all around the world and then tie this all <laughs> Okay, in. okay. So I'll give you a, a quick story. Uh, Yoko Ono, who okay. was married to John Lennon, um, somebody asked John Lennon, when did you fall in love with Yoko Ono? And he said, I went to an art museum. And she was an artist. And he said, I saw her art, and it was a ladder. And it was a six foot ladder and you climb that ladder and there was something written at the top on a piece of paper. So I climbed the ladder and I read the paper and it said, breathe. And, uh, I think that's something that is extremely deep. Um, sometimes we get so far going with what we're doing, whether it's podcasting or feeding the hungry or whatever it is, we never breathe. Mm -hmm. And, um, he climbed that ladder and realized I need to breathe. Yeah. And she pointed that out to him, but that's a very, very deep thing to me. And, and it's very hard to do, especially when every time you stop, you feel like you're letting a child down, maybe that's hungry. And wow. How do you, you know, how do you make, make sense of that? And so, Sometimes God will force you to breathe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A, cl- a flood, a flood, we'll do COVID. That. <laughs> I mean, uh, yes. you know, f- how many people? You know, COVID was a, a horrible thing, and a lot of a lot, too many ways to talk about. Um, but one of the maybe the positive things came out that some of these dads, like me, uh, went home and was you know, kind of forced to focus on family for a little while. And, and you hate to use that word. No, it's true, though. Forced. You're but, right, but right. you know, um, uh, so many people got to spend time with their kids that maybe they wouldn't have right. normally because we weren't stopping and breathing. That's right. That's right. And we were, it, it, I mean, I, you know, I try to find a silver lining in everything. That's mm-hmm. the one I find with that. Um, so I'm going to read the facts that you sent me and let everybody kind of digest this. Um, food for thought, 11.1%, which is 14.3 million households, were food insecure last year. It means they lacked the amount of food they needed in that family, in that household. Uh, they had difficulty at some time during the year providing enough food for all their members due to lack of resources. That's where you come in. Right. And where we all come in and and uh, nobody should go. That shouldn't happen. Not here. Can I say one thing real quick? Yes. Um, I wanted to say that uh, about 80 percent of the people that we help are working class poor. Yeah. So it's not like we're helping all the people who are sitting on their. That's tails. a great point. Right. Yeah. Right. Both you mom don't, and yeah. dad are working. Yeah. You know, they just aren't making enough. You and know, you for all, whatever reason. Yes. And that's a great, I'm glad you brought that up because you always have people that say, well, I mean, you know, go out they and get a job. Get a job. Yeah, they could go get a job. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, well they what work, if they, they are, are working? Yeah. Right. And you the know. word food insecure, I think like to really just think that these aren't people who have nothing to eat. Mm-hmm. They just don't have enough mm-hmm. to eat. Yeah. Food insecurity among children was so severe last year that caregivers reported that 220,000 U.S. households had children that were hungry, skipped a meal, or did not eat for a whole day because there was not enough money for food. That's a lot, people. A whole lot. Yeah. Um, rates of food insecurity and hunger were higher than average last year for households with children, especially high in households with children under the age of six, where 14.3% of American households experienced hunger. Yeah. Another crazy uh stat there and here's one on louisiana louisiana ranks third highest of the 50 united states in prevalence of household food insecurity i never would have thought that 
No, because think of Louisiana. Mm. Our whole social life's crawfish balls and yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And so, but that there again, it's just you living in your own your own world. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's a fishbowl. And you got to get out of that fishbowl sometimes. Yeah. And, and uh, it takes about $120,000 to supply the necessary food for Livingston Parish students to make it through each weekend of the school year mm-hmm. without going hungry. Mm-hmm. A lot more than you would think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and here's another one for Livingston Parish. The number of food bags in Livingston Parish students needed last school year was 21,553. Yep, yep, that's our full tummy number for last year. You know how awesome that is? Yes. That's, yes. Y'all are, y'all, are, y'all are angels. Amazing. Oh. Uh, Mighty Moms organization has distributed more than a million dollars of food assistance to Livingston Parish elementary, middle, and high school students just since you've been in school. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And that's thanks to the good people of Livingston Parish. We couldn't yeah. have done it. You know, we couldn't we couldn't do what we do without our volunteers, our contributors, our yeah. you know, just people that are praying for us, people that are just loving us from support afar. and encourage. Yeah. Right. Yep. yep. You you really couldn't, but uh, I do want to say that um, y'all lead that and and um, t- you deserve a lot of credit, and I know y'all would never take it, but I'm going to give it to you. Oh, thank you. Um, it takes it takes people at the helm to make those things work. Thank God for you too, right? It, it's uh, it's not easy, and what a commitment! And these are mothers, man. I'm, I'm telling you from a father's standpoint, mothers are the cats meow. I mean, they're yeah. the ones that. Look, that's right. Them we'll guys go to work and they'll 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 work twelve hour shifts and all those sorts of things. But you put them at home with three or six kids or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and it's like I want to go to work. That's right. <laughs> that's true. Because y'all are the real, you know, y'all are the glue, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, in between all of that, you're doing all of this good. It's just, it makes me feel very. Um, very inadequate. No, <laughs> Maybe no. I am not doing enough. Yeah. Hey, just a little shout out about all those wonderful statistics. Our, yeah. our president of our board, Justin Wax, put those together for us. So. Thank yes. you, Justin yes. Wax, for that. Yes, he's a we we do have let, the best. We have the best board, board of directors. We yeah. do, and there are some amazing leaders in our community that sit on our board, and we we don't ever want them to get off. We yeah. don't, and we finally figured out that we needed seven other people that were seven distinctly unique people that brought something different to the table for us and so once we did that oh my gosh that yeah that yeah, was like have, four years ago yeah 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 okay yeah and before that we were just yeah. running by the seat of our pants yeah. <laughs> we had I all of our it. friends on the board i so. know it yeah. wasn't a good idea yeah. yeah it was it's it's been great so yeah i mean absolute shout out to our board because they yes. are the best yeah absolutely well shout out board yeah very good job um let me ask you now, someone, you know, do you take like, I'm sure you have people that bring you food, actual yes. food. Is yes. that something you accept or? Yeah, yeah. we do. We do. Um, the, I guess the biggest thing about it is that what makes the greatest impact kind yeah. of food is single serve individual foods that, that a kid's going to eat. Yeah. Kid Ravioli. Kid friendly. Yeah. Raviolis, Vienna sausages. Easy Mac. Yes. Things like that. Even ramen. I mean, kids like ramen. Um, yeah. There are just those kinds of things that you think your kid would snack on. Dawn and I say all the time, if you wouldn't eat it or you wouldn't serve it to your child, don't bring it to us. We don't don't want it. We We don't don't want it. We don't want it. I mean, we want to treat every child in the way we would want to treat our own kids. Mm. We don't want hand-me-down clothes that have holes them. We, That's... We don't nope. want expired right. canned goods. Yeah, yeah. Your that's paper. right. You know, I mean, come you on. wouldn't yeah. eat it or, or serve it to your own child. That that's not the donations that we want. And so, I guess that's the biggest thing. But absolutely, my gosh, we have a van full of food right now from one of the elementary schools that I picked up yesterday. Beautiful, amazing! How much food? The high school, Denham High School, just did a fundraiser. The amount of food that they raised was un. 
unbelievable. So yes, yes, bring us the food. Right. And if somebody's interested in what what we need, they can go, they can email us or go to our, we're about to um, post our summer needs. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll we'll be changing up some food items for the summer, but we would love people to help us with that as well. Yes. And, and of course, I personally am going to link every, you know, all all the stuff we talked about today, it'll be linked and I'm going to make it my business to do that. And I'm going to task Casey, who's off camera right now. She loves when I task her. She loves her. Uh, I'm going to task her with really brainstorming. One of the things she's great at is just brainstorming things. And, and uh, sometimes it's like, woo. Yes. <laughs> you know, but there's some genius in there. You just got to work through. Genius. You got to pull it out. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to task her with really coming up with some innovative ways that we can help other than just the shout outs. So we want to really get involved here with, with Mighty Moms and if if we're going to make a commitment to make that kind of our home charity we want to make sure that we're we're doing things kind of raise money and and whatever we can do to help so congratulations casey you You draw the short straw and i'll tell you what casey casey has been involved with mighty mom since from the beginning too she was involved in the in the prayer group at my house and our kids were growing up we talked yesterday about how some of the crazy things about you know 10 years ago how we met and you know all kinds she of crazy stuff. She sweated out in the summer with us. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, God had Casey a plan for that relationship what? as well. Yes, yes, it's cute. I mean, just a little fun fact about Sweet Casey is that all three of us have boys that are the same age, and mm. so they went to elementary school together. They played ball together. And so, so yeah, we know us some Casey. Oh, yeah. She's a great gal. <laughs> crazy a crazy Casey. Gal. She is crazy <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, um, yes. So give us a shout-out on your Facebook. Okay, we will. Absolutely. Uh, no, I mean, like, oh, oh, tell, right tell people what your Facebook is. <laughs> we Sorry. will give you a shout-out. You can give me a shout-out, too. I think it's just Mighty Moms. Yes, it's Mighty is Moms. It my, okay. Yeah, and Mighty you can Moms. go there and search Mighty Moms, and yeah. it'll, it'll pull up website. You know your web address? MightyMomsGo.org. There you go. So we're going to, as I said, link all of that to this episode. Uh, thank you for coming by. Did y'all have fun? Thanks for having us. Did. Did. That's the goal. That's the goal, to have fun and really shed a light on what you're doing. Y'all are some beautiful women who are doing some amazing things right here in Livingston Parish. Thank you. And uh, I'm sure I speak for all my listeners and viewers when I say how much I appreciate that, really. It's our pleasure. Uh, thank you very much. Casey McMurray is off camera, but she is the executive producer of Local Leaders of the Podcast, and I could not do any of this without her. So thank you very much, Casey, for that. I want to thank all my sponsors at Local Leaders of the Podcast. I could not do any of this without all of you. Uh, Until next time, I am Jim Chapman reminding you to love your community, support local business, support your nonprofits, especially Mighty Moms. Thank you. (laughs) And keep leading. Thank you. Black Sheep Creative understands the importance of digital marketing and your return on your investment. It's their aim to provide professional web and graphic design services at a price point that smaller businesses and startups can afford. Get in touch with them on the web at blacksheepcreative.com. Sporting Center in Denham Springs is your one-stop shop for team sports equipment, school uniforms, and promotional goods. Conveniently located next to the Antique Village since 1977. Sporting Center, your business means everything to them because your name rides on everything they do.